welcome back to our channel. I'm Lori. And I am Michelle. Super grateful for you to click on today's video where Lori and I are talking about some more things around law of attraction, even the prosperity gospel, and relating it towards what we reflected more on when we were reading Mark chapter 8 around pick up your cross. We've already read to pick up your cross when we studied Matthew, and that again, Lori and I've never heard that growing up, pick up your cross. So when we read it at Matthew, it, I would say it was one that we took a little extra time really learning to understand. And to be honest, I will say I'm still learning to yeah. understand. So not coming to us, if you're listening to us, we're not saying we have the answer or even that you should listen to us. We're just, again, like on all of our videos, always just what we're struggling with and what we're sitting with and trying to understand ourselves and take you guys along the journey of what we're learning and, and how God is teaching and us. And being in this fellowship and community together. It's a conversation. Where you feel comfortable sharing your thoughts and concerns as well. As like we you're all right here with us. Growing. Coffee yeah, <laughs> all growing together to follow Jesus and understand um, the deeper things that he's getting across in the Bible, and this is one of them. And so some things did stick out to Michelle and I the second time studying it here in Mark 8. So if you have, don't, if you have the opportunity to open your Bibles to Mark 8 with us, you can kind of follow along when Michelle and I pull out certain words and stuff. But Or you can just listen. Or you can just listen. Yes, that's good too. <laughs> so we're focusing, like I said, around uh, Mark, starting at verse 34 and even going all the way to end the chapter i have the csb version and it says calling the crowd along with the along with his disciples he said to them anyone wants to follow after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me and i know Lori says it a little differently yeah the king james uh, says whoever desires to come after me let him let him desire that too let him deny but himself my new living translated it as um if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. Which I, I like that translation as well. I think all of them do a great job once Michelle and I studied more of what it meant. But I love that this translation also put must because if you go back a few verses, Jesus, when he was going over that, he must go to the cross. He must suffer. Be, be suffered and be rejected and die and then rise again. And I love how that's must here again because I think that's showing true commitment to following Jesus and whatever that looks like. And I, 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 I well, and, and Jesus explains here why he calls us. Yeah, to he do gives this. us motivation to want to follow. Yeah, but you might be wondering, like, how does this relate to law of attraction? Even the claim it, name it out there, prosperity gospel, whatever phrase out there is these days, and in, in different areas people use different terms. Yeah, but it's be all careful, like similar you've been thing. hearing too. Make sure you listen to a lot of Alicia Childers stuff because she goes really great in details. But I guess they can even like change the wording sometimes. So you have to. We ask while we're sharing this is to kind of bring awareness and pray for discernment. When you hear certain messages, like, does that sound like something that Jesus would say or right. not? And to me, it goes around picking up your cross because, as Michelle mentioned, we didn't had no idea what that meant or even that Jesus really said that. And mm -hmm. so we really enjoy kind of just really sitting with this in our own life. But what does this look like and studying it more? What really does Jesus mean by picking up your cross? So the reason why I brought that up was because some of the pastors, when the way I was studying this, they even brought up the name and claim it. Because a lot of them will will say, you can claim that you can have a great life, free of pain, uh, free of trouble, no suffering. And as was Lori said, though, Jesus said he must do this. And if you're going to follow me, it's going to happen to you too. So we bring this up. So if you hear someone claiming that you can claim that you'll have no suffering, no hard times, you can... Consider that as a false teaching because yeah. that is not what Jesus says. And that's also why we bring it up because, again, 
when we got yeah, into the law of attraction and manifesting, even though I know a lot of people, we were one, who were trying to make manifesting, because you're focusing on the good things, right? The positive things, it can't be can't I'm only attracting good things for myself and for others. That's still not That's what, what yeah, still not what <laughs> Jesus teaches. And then the literally understanding what it means to take up your cross, as we also learned, it's not that you're like denying yourself stuff in terms of like nice things or like chocolate or like it's not really that it's it's denying this um how the one of the pastors mentioned it it's denying yourself that you are in control so it's the rejection of the autonomous self that says no i'm in control of my life and i'm leading the way also to me i view it as what i made no when i said it too it's also that it's your wanting to stop these at uh, your attitude and um actions on, in godless ways and sinful ways and so picking up your cross you you're like no jesus died for me to stop all that mm -hmm. and that to me is also part of taking up your cross is that you just your desires kind of change in terms of you no longer desire to really want to go out and do those things ungodly things anymore no, you want to yeah. serve your lord and but i bring that up because even in like in the self-help self-love world they make it be more of that. Only focus on yourself. Give, go after what you want. Who cares? Like, with, with, they may not be actually saying don't care about anyone else, but when you focus just on that, you do become selfish and full of pride, and that is not godly ways. And it can be subtle, and it might happen over time. You may not notice it happening right away, but when I reflect back during our times when we were law of attraction manifest, manifesting, even though we were a lot of our manifestations and things we we're trying to attain was to better other people's lives, there still was this focus that it was for, for us, us, how to get a better life for ourselves, and then yes, that could affect other people. But not just also getting a life for better ourselves, but that that's what life should be. And I think that's the also trap that that new age law of attraction, manifesting world, prosperity kind of gets you in. And Michelle and I did not have that discernment because we weren't reading God's truth, and that's we want to encourage you to study God's truth so you have that discernment in your mm -hmm. own life because we thought oh yeah we deserve to live a great life we deserve to have a beautiful life where money's just flowing in all the time and we have great health and great friendships and all these like worldly things even though we still kind of knew of heaven but like we it was amazing just that we were so much more focused on that stuff because of the deception of that's what we felt we thought we deserved and by studying this, it's not quite what Jesus is saying at, and and um, it's it's not that you when you pick up your cross, be careful. It's it's not that all of a sudden you're gonna get this instant wealth and happiness and good health to you. It's about discipleship. It's about again denying those earthly worldly desires where it doesn't affect you know you following Christ. We understand Christ and what he did on the cross, which Michelle and I, by studying Mark here, we have a deeper, deeper understanding of what the cross meant and how that makes us want to follow Christ even more. What I think is the point of picking up your cross is when you truly understand who Christ is and what he did for you, you want to want to follow him. But then Jesus, I love how he goes into next of really helping you see the benefit that it, he's worth following because he really paints the picture between world and heaven. I think so many of us get caught up because of those false teachings where they make you feel like your best life is now. It's like as Christians, no, our best life is with God in heaven for eternity, not now. And um, yeah, so that's something that to be aware of in your own life. If you come across those messages, just, 
you know, we pray for discernment. Yeah, there's two two things uh, I want to say around what Lori just said. One is like the false teachings, like even going back up in verse 33, when he rebukes Peter and calls him saying, he's not calling him saying that he's demon possessed, but it's the same similar temptation that Jesus got. There's, there must be another way that's easier life, that's easier road with all this glory, it's no pain, suffering. Again, that's that is what the world of law of attraction, man of prosperity gospel kind of teaches that you live in this world where it's not really, no offense, like not really what reality is because it's Satan's way of tempting you to think, of course it looks good and appealing. It, I mean, that's look at like that's made to look good and appealing, but just because something looks good and appealing, we shouldn't always act on that. And we really need to sit down again, if followers of Christ, we are, and this is what this cross is saying, that you're saying, no, I, even though this looks really good and I think it might be best for me, but I have to say, what does my Lord say best for me? And I heard someone else say, and it's a message I've actually been hearing quite frequently from different podcasts and books I've been reading lately. One that we have to sit with <laughs> is that the creator created all of us. So he has the right to kind of tell us, give us orders, give us rules in a sense to be. He's our creator. And when you read the Bible, you learn to see that it's, his ways are better. His yeah. ways are good. And if you good. need help with understanding that more, um, you need to, for Michelle and I, we realize you need to understand more of who God is and His holiness. So we've been reading also on the side, Jackie Hill Perry's holiness book. Highly, highly recommend that for you to understand that concept of He's so different than us humans. And she does a great job of painting the picture of how our brain and our perspective on things is not God's way. And so I think that will really, if you're one that's struggling with understanding that, and um, I really encourage you to pick out that book and read it. it. It is an amazing book. She really does an amazing job of really painting the holiness of God and how he is so different from the rest of us. And he doesn't need any of us, but he wants us at the yeah. same way. So it's yeah. a really great book, I think, it's to help so you understand that more. But but also also look in the context of what we've also learned, what Mark is really about for you to understand who Jesus is, and then we're learning here why he is going to be our suffering servant and the importance of that and why we following him won't be suffered. Because one thing too, as a, as a Christian, to what we, and how he ends it here when he returns with all glory, when there'll be one day when all of us do have to stand in front of the Lord and it's important as a Christian, he died for you, he took your place and now you have his righteousness. And that's really important. That's also part of taking up your cross is that you realize my Lord suffered and got rejected and made fun of. I will too. But it's all for his glory and for, for the Lord was saying, like the better life that we get later. And then another person uh, mentioned, another pastor mentioned, as Christians, we don't need to like always compete and like aim to get things so much here because we're going to get so much of abundance and things in, in the future on the other side of heaven. So I just thought that was something interesting to sit with. Uh, another thing around it that we see here, I told you, like it's this, just the spiritual blindness that is happening we see it with the, the Pharisees and the religious leaders. We see it with his disciples still not getting it. And then the hair throwing and then taking up the cross. So it isn't a message that Jesus wants you to see. Because one thing else we learned, like that's a common word used a lot, even just without all of Mark already, to see. Have ears and eyes to see the truth. And I will admit that's one thing that I was, when I was, the Holy Spirit was pressing on to me that what Lloyd and I were doing with the law of attraction and manifesting was not truth. I honestly sat there and it goes to the, the, the next chapter too when the Father comes up to Jesus and helps us on belief. Like, you have to be willing 
to say that I might be wrong about this. And this doesn't necessarily have to relate to law of attraction and manifest, but that's just what Lori and I came out of, and that's what we we're. I think it even ties back to the in the earlier in chapter eight when Jesus heals the blind man, and it was like a two-step yeah. healing process. Michelle and I sat with that. We're like, wow, like that's how that's it how was. it was for the Holy Spirit over time revealing the real truth to Michelle and I and eventually mm -hmm. our eyes will fully open and so I think that's why I think also you have to be careful of we need us to be supportive of other fellow Christians um, knowing that we don't know where the, where their spiritual blindness is quite yet and how the Holy Spirit is exactly we see Jesus was patient with the disciples we too need to be patient with other people so we're not sharing this to send judgment or condemnation anyone we're simply sharing like Sit with this. See, see, allow yourself, and we pray for you that, that God keeps opening up your eyes to truly see the truth. But I think we it's pray that the Holy Spirit uses these words to maybe yeah. help again, help you. Maybe it's what you needed to see. Yeah. Alicia Masonheimer, with a woman that Lord and I love, who really helped us with theology stuff, and she did something around this, you know, self denial. Like, and she was saying, it's not that you can't, as Christians, enjoy life. Like God is abundant and generous. God, He wants us to enjoy life, but, enjoy His creation. But something that she said along this on one of her Instagram posts was that the flesh in Scripture is a symbol of an unregenerated humanity, meaning a humanity without God. It is not a reference to the human body, and that's a difference. When sometimes I know I get confused when I hear flesh, I think human body, and that's not really what it what it's about. It's, it's, it's like almost like a never set of desires in a way, like a fleshy desires. It's something Lori and I are still trying to understand. So if you know of someone who does a great job of explaining the flesh and sinful desires, please let us know. But she was also reminding us in another book I was reading and a little side study as Lori and I have been doing just around other topics that are very controversial in today's world. What we've been realizing too, and even starting in the Bible project, the Holy Spirit side we learned, and even other ones we've learned, that Jews believe that our, because Jesus talks here about your soul, but you also think about they saw their soul and body as one. It wasn't a separated thing, and our world really tries to separate, not just that, but a lot of other things, <laughs> makes things be separated. When God created, because you think about it, one thing I remember, and this is something Lloyd and I plan to talk more about, because yes, we'll be back more talking about the body and the spirit and the soul. Because I'm and still, all that. there's still some things I'm studying around it, and I just want to make sure I get my right wording, but I just want you guys to sit with that. Like, Jesus came in his creation as a human form, God created our bodies. It wasn't just the side thought thing. So, our bodies are important in our souls because it's one. It all makes up as who we are. And I just love how this is really sitting with the end of chapter 8, the value of your soul. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus is really trying to picture, I feel, at. is really reminding us the value in our souls. And he sees our souls valuable because he died for all of our souls. Yep. To be with him forever if we choose to be. So I think sometimes we all think, oh, you know, God doesn't love me. I don't know. And I'm not, you know, but... Jesus died for everybody, so your soul is worth it to be saved. Yeah, and then one thing out of uh, this book we also read as well to help us along when we've been studying Mark. He mentioned here, following when the, in this chapter, he, when Jesus heals the, the blind men and then all this, this right here we've been talking about, he was reminding us that, remember, Jesus is the sovereign healer. God still heal, heals, but it's critical to realize that we cannot control him and demand healing whenever we wish. And there's a lot more, and I know when we study chapter 9, we have more to say around that as yeah. well. But just that the law of attraction worlds, all that side false teachings that we talked about earlier, 
they do do what the Jesus is warning here. Is it the world or him, eternal? And it does, because when Michelle and I, back in those days, we were all up in what do we receive here on earth? Yeah. And um, not really focusing too much and on that. So we, thought we bring that up because we love you so and much. And we understand the struggle of that. And the and temptation of that. It's so like, yes, I want. And so we get it. And this is something, something we have to personally still yeah. be very aware right. of ourselves and ask Jesus every day to help us with keep our eyes open to his truth and his ways. And also keep our eyes on eternal things, not so much on earthly things. Yeah, and it's hard. We're right there with you. Like I said, if you're struggling and you got caught up in it and you may not even realize it, we didn't realize it. So yeah. we pray that God, we know he will. It says right even here, he'll spiritual sight is important. It's very important. That's what this whole book of Mark is really about, seeing Jesus, truly seeing the truth of him and what he did. But we also see here that it's a process of your eyes being open, but you also, like I said, have to be willing to see it and drop that you're you're right, because that's what the Pharisees were doing. They weren't willing to admit that they're wrong. Yeah. So let's also be very careful of that. All right, sisters, that wraps up what we want to discuss here around picking up your cross and law of attraction. We hope this has served you. If it has, make sure to give this video a thumbs up, a like. It just helps again get the video out to yes, more people so you. more Christian women um, can see it and hopefully help them um, in their spiritual walk as well. And girls, we can't do this without you. If you're new to us, hi, hi. again, <laughs> Lori and Michelle, we're so thankful to have you here. We are two girls just following Jesus, getting reading our Bibles again for the first time and being so encouraged by his words. Um, it is a truly life-changing book, and we highly encourage all of you, if you haven't already, pick up a Bible and start getting to know Jesus, your creator, and know truth so you can have this discernment in your own life because there's a lot out there to decipher. And remember, it's a journey, and we're right there with you, Lorna. That's what Lorna and I are doing. We're so well, we sharing what we're learning. We're just two everyday girls showing that you can read the Bible and get something out of it and grow closer to Jesus and get to know Him. And, and you can have spiritual and he's worth eyes following. to see. And, and we believe following. that He is worth following and yes. getting to know. We, we hope that our videos, or these faith chats, have shown that, have encouraged you in that way. Um, we love you girls so much. We're praying for all of you. Yes. And we will be back with more, as Michelle said, from more of the things that we took away um, from Mark chapter 9.